On today's episode of the Bolts Broadcast, our trip to Cali has concluded. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 31 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw joining you today. Chase, how you doing on this lovely Sunday night, 10.46 p.m. Eastern Standard? I'm feeling, you know, pretty good overall. A little bit later of our recording for us. We haven't recorded this late in quite a while. It's true. But, you know, not, not too much change. I don't have to wake up early tomorrow, so I'm, I'm good on my front. Um, it, was, it was a good day of watching football. You know, good weekend of sports, just really in general. I, I got a good indulgence of it, so can't complain. How about you? I'm rattled. I'm amped. I'm, I'm ready to go because Jeez. these football games were... Fantastic. Uh, I'm sure that the listeners down in Tampa were very concerned about, uh, you know, the games today because it included their Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, We're going to very briefly talk about the Bills Chiefs. Uh, If you want to hear more about that game and our thoughts on it, you'll have to go over to the WNP show that we do. Um, That'll be coming out. Thursday or Friday. So we'll keep you up to date on that. But we're going to go very, very briefly into that because, of course, this is a hockey show. So if you're not interested in listening about football, then go ahead. Feel free to skip forward just a little bit. But when it comes to the hockey talk, going to be talking about a possible outdoor game in Florida. Going to be doing game review, preview, and talk about some other stuff on the other side of the commercial break. But, Chase, first up, we just finished Bill's Chiefs. Give me, like, 30 seconds tops, initial thoughts, initial feelings. What are we thinking? The NFL should change the overtime rules. Uh, oh, it, It's not fair that a quarterback can play that well, that any player in sport can play that well um, and not have the chance to, to rebuttal and do more for the team than he already did. So the fact that Patrick Mahomes can go down there, drive down the field, and you know get that touch on play, the fact that Josh Allen just has to sit there and, and watch it all happen and not be able to do anything about it, it's, it's a little frustrating. But it, it was a great conclusion to the sports weekend. It really was. It, it, it was just fantastic. Uh, one of the best games I've ever seen, if not the best. I don't know if I want to claim I, that. but I, I don't know. I Right now, I can't think of another sporting event. I, I can top, like, just the tops it. Like, I, across anything, I can't really think of one right now. Yeah. I don't want to claim it, though. Yeah. Because there's probably something out there that, you know, is yeah. insane. Um, but some really bad defense by the supposed number one defense in the league. And I think the number one thing I take away from this is, holy shit, the AFC is going to be scary as hell to go through and try to make it to a Super Bowl for the next decade. Yeah, very much so. Just kind of like how the NFC was for the last 10, 15 years. I mean, you got Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, who's not even in playoffs, Justin Herbert, who's not even in playoffs, Josh Allen's opponent tonight, Patrick Mahomes, the other quarterback in the AFC championship, Joe Burrow, and then let's not forget about three rookies that are, they still have promising upside with Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and Mac Jones. So the AFC is going to be stacked for quite a while. And if Deshaun Watson comes back, if Aaron Rodgers comes in and goes to Denver or Pittsburgh, which is the rumor, and then if Russell Wilson leaves too, like there's a potential where there's like 12 elite quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah, it, it's really not impossible. It, it really would be absolute mayhem if that were to happen. All right, let's go to the Bucks game. A l- little bit. Uh, 
somber conversation for our, you know, our, our many Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans listening. Right. Um, don't be too upset. I mean, like, from a Bengals fan, you just had a Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl and back-to-back Stanley Cups. So I get that, like, this is really tough for you guys, but be be a little humble here, okay? <laughs> um, it was a great game. And Brady, Brady's going to Brady. He came back, and the team was flying at the end there, but it just just wasn't meant to be. Matt Stafford on a deep ball to Cooper Cup in the last, what, 10 seconds or so. Yeah. Uh, and then Matt Gay able to kick the game-winning field goal. Just craziness. They, they shouldn't have been in the game, but Tom Brady really picked it up. The defense picked it up. Some lucky fumbles. Like, everything just went Tampa's way. I thought... They were going to seal the deal, but it didn't happen. Yeah, no, it, it was definitely unfortunate. It looked like it was once once the uh, the Buccaneers made it a two score game. You thought that okay, this is game over. This is Tom Brady, easy win, no doubt about it. But obviously, that didn't happen. And you can see that I've never I, like Tom Brady was different after this press conference than he's been in all of his other ones where he's lost before. I, I really am questioning if he comes back next season. Yeah, this morning it was announced that Tom Brady has not set in stone what his future is going to be. And Bruce Arians was saying, hey, if Brady stays, that's up to him completely. Yeah. He looked old out there in the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah. He was able to find a rhythm later on in the game, but he looked like he wasn't the same Tom Brady that we saw earlier on in the season. And obviously it's going to take a toll when you play the most football games out of any team from the start of the 2020 season to now, you'll play the most football games. So that's going to take a toll, but I would be upset a little bit if he retired now. Well, I don't like he, he can't just to retire off of a championship win again, though, either. Like he's getting it just no, I know, but point, he's already defied so many odds, right? But if he just def- like retires now, I feel like it's going to be more of an Andrew Luck situation where. If he says, okay, this is going to be my last year, then we can celebrate him at the end of those last couple of games like we did with Big Ben. Like, he's not going to get the, uh, I guess, I don't want to say respect, but he won't get, like, the fandom that comes with, all right, he's going off his separate way. He's leaving the sport. The fanfare. Sure. That's the word. Fandemonium. <laughs> okay. okay, we're going to move on. But, um, like, you know, I, I don't disagree, but... It just really seems like he's, you know, he might be at that point where. Don't do it, Tom. Don't do it. You know, he's coming off of a hell of a season, but mm-hmm. he also definitely did look like he was beginning to break down, slow down a little bit as the season went on, and you saw it in these playoffs. So, can can he, you know, get back and do it? I, I don't know. Like, you don't want to doubt him, and it would be cool to see him come back for one more year. I know I, I would like that for our Buccaneers fans listening to us right now, but if he doesn't, you damn well know that they're going to find a way to get one of these other quarterbacks. And imagine Deshaun Watson ends up with the Buccaneers. So yeah, that, that, that imagine that takes someone out of the AFC. Someone okay with it. Just <laughs> imagine if, if Deshaun Watson ends up on the Buccaneers, just, just, just hear me out. Okay, you know, okay, I'm imagining up there. Yeah. Mike Evans is still around. Chris Godwin realizes he's not gonna get the money he wants and free agency coming off of the injury. So he resigns with, with the Buccaneers. And, Antonio and Brown comes back. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And they grab 
your boy Kenneth Walker in the draft. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah, because because I, I think I, Lenny's been really good. I think they're both walking though for not and Jones. I really feel like they are. I, I, if I think, they can both get a starting spot, Leonard for not in the Bills, that'd be elite. I oh 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 I'm, I'd put a thousand dollars on win Super Bowl. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like that, that would be cool, wouldn't it? I think okay. if, if they had to move on from Tom Brady to get to get a Deshaun Watson type guy, that'd really be the only way he could be happy. Or Kyle Trask. Kyle Trash, <laughs> you mean? <laughs> Terrible. All right, that's going to be it for the football talk. Um, again, if you enjoy that little bit of football talk, uh, make sure to check out our other show because we do a lot of it more than more than this show. I mean, our football shows are what forty five to an hour most of the time. Yeah, we go once a week, so we get to cover a lot more, a lot more conversation in the right. one show. And we got video for that one. So if you want to see our beautiful faces, might as well check I it out. I wouldn't want to see that. All right, well, let's talk about the possibility of an outdoor game in Florida. Yeah, the NHL has explored a possibility of a potential outdoor game between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers in the state of Florida, and it's not happening. Shocker. Yeah, so, you know, the average temperature in uh, Florida, the average high or really in Tampa, I guess, is, is what this is going off of. So the average high in Tampa Bay in the month of January is 70. The lowest 51. Can't really play outdoor hockey in those conditions. No? No, they tried doing it, you know, in the 90s back in, like, Vegas or California, whatever the hell it was, like, the game that Gretzky played in. And the ice was just horrendous. You could see how wet and shiny it was. Like, it, it just it doesn't work. So thank God that they're not doing it. It'd be super cool. But you'd have to, like, I don't know. You'd have to wait until, you know, the next um, ice age happens. Like, I, I don't, I, that's the only way it's, that's going to happen. Just put synthetic ice out there, dude. That'd be so stupid. <laughs> I will, I would, I would not watch that. Strap, That'd be horrible. On, strap on rollerblades, my guy. I'll put some roller hockey for yeah. an actual game. Hell you know, yeah. I, I can get behind that. I mean, it would have been so cool if it was a possibility. You know, these yeah. two Southern teams, both playing at the top of their game right now, both fantastic teams playing in an outdoor game. Fantastic. But obviously the sun, the weather, not yeah, going to allow yeah, that. So a little unfortunate. Well, we're going to keep talking about Florida. And when I say Florida, the Florida Panthers, because Aaron Eckblad, we got to talk about him a little bit. Yeah, he's a no good, dirty cheater. He should be suspended from the league forever. I don't know if you saw this or not, Mike, but Aaron Eckblad has been playing all season with illegal gloves. <gasps> he needs to be kicked out of the league forever. What what a, what a cheater, cheater, like pumpkin eater. The, the padding's a little bit thin, so he can do more things with his hands. Is that what you're saying? So pretty much. So like, like kind of the material on his gloves. Um, the NHL is a rule where part or all of your hand cannot be showing through the material on the palm of your gloves because um, there's so much money at NHL's disposal. This disposal that if you get a rip in your gloves, you should just get a new pair. And if you see his gloves, kind of have the palm cut out a little bit, you know, maybe it's to get more grip on the stick or something. I don't know. Maybe just, he doesn't want a new pair of gloves, but technically it's against the NHL rules. He's supposed to get fined for it, but it's so stupid. There's no advantage. Like, it's not helping you get bare handing the stick. Like, I feel better. I have, but I have gloves on my stick compared to bare hands, honestly, personally. Um, so I, I don't know why the, like this wouldn't matter as a rule other than just for player safety. So like if he ever did get fined for this, it'd be really stupid. I'm trying to see a picture. There is a very blurry image, but I can't really see much. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's kind of dumb. Like, I get it when it comes to, like, goalie equipment. You need to follow, follow regulations because, you know, you're yeah trying to stop a puck and the net's only so big and everything. But when it comes to players just 
having a little less padding on their glove. Yeah, I don't really see. yeah. That, that's stupid. The illegal curve thing. I'm not a fan of the illegal curve. Like, it, sure, people are like, oh, let's you do we- different things with the puck. Like, you can curve whatever. Okay, make the save then. I, I don't. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it's it, what whoop de do. You know what I am a big fan of that isn't allowed in hockey right now in the NHL. What? Colored visors, dude. Tinted visors. Love that. Like a like a shiny gold OV visor. I mean, you could wear those. Col- you could wear colored visors if you wanted to. I thought they got banned. No, like you you can you can wear. Them. I don't know if you need special permission, but like um, Matt Calvert before he retired, remember he wore the pink visor for like a season. Huh. How about Jersey talk? You can't Jersey you can't, talk. You can't Jersey talk. That one's so stupid. Jersey talk is sweet that, looking. That, that's a stupid rule. Back in NHL fourteen, always Jersey talk Are when you're making your player. Dude, I, when I, I played hockey all the way through my hockey playing career, I played to the full Jersey Tuck. Jersey Tucks. Fire. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, let's go game review, game preview. We finished our little uh, California run. It didn't start great January 21st, traveling to Anaheim. Kind of a blowout, to put it lightly. A 5-1 to one victory for Anaheim. It ends our win streak and uh, a little bit unfortunate, but don't worry. We do bounce back. Yeah, so obviously it starts in L.A. back on Tuesday. We talk about that, but we finish up with a back-to-back between Anaheim and San Jose. As you just mentioned, the first loss to Anaheim was was tough. Anaheim just kind of looked like the better team, you know, through and through. Ross Colton's able to find the back of the net. It's really, you know, the, the highlight of Tampa's game here. There, there, There's not much to say other than that Anaheim just happened to have a better game. You know, it's just the way she goes sometimes. And I do have to say, we talked about how Anaheim, the one spot, where they would have the advantage over Tampa coming into this game with special teams. We saw that on full display as Tampa went 0 for 7 yep. on the power play. You absolutely cannot do that against any team in this league, even the Arizona Coyotes. You can't be going 0 for 7 on the power play. That's just a disaster waiting to happen. I agree 100%. All right. Well, we did say it turns around as we travel to San Jose, and it goes the complete opposite way, but even better as we went 7 to 1. Yeah, this one this one was a good one. You got to see you know Ross Colton find the back of that twice again. Uh, you know, of course, Stammer time. He had a great game. Corey Perry's continuing to play pretty well. He's getting some you know decent minutes. With, he's getting some first line looks here now throughout the season. He's having a kind of decent year. You know, it's something that not really being talked about enough. But he's got twenty points plus on the year. Like you, you got to give your you know give credit, tip your hat to Corey Perry. He's played great since he came to the Lightning. But yeah, it was just you know a hell of a game. The only thing you could ask for a little more is you know maybe. Vasilevsky makes that that save on uh, Jacob Magna, and he gets a shutout. That's about really all you want more in this game. And how about that, Jacob Magna? What a name! You sent that uh, kind of format of a show or a you know poster board where we just a bracket, I should say, where we put just random sports names. Yeah, Magna being one of those. Uh, I feel like that name was much more known back in 2015, maybe even 2014. You know, it was surrounding NHL 14 GM modes because he was floating around there. I think it was Jason Magna, too, not even Jacob, his brother. So, yeah, that's a name. Yeah, it's definitely a name. Uh, Well, this week on the docket for our Tampa Bay Lightning. We got nothing to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nothing to preview. So, We'll, we'll, we'll save it all uh, for the next episode because we talked about it. You know, we get a nice little four-day break to finish off the road trip, um, which is nice. And really, it's pretty light from here going forward through the month of, of February for us. Yeah. You know, um, 
I, I don't have the exact numbers. Let's do it real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games from now through the end of February. Sheesh. Yeah, going to be pretty slow. And then the month of March, you're playing just nonstop hockey. And then, of course, the month of April to finish off the year, too. It's pretty much every other day. Uh, uh, like, there's one time in the month of April where there's two days between games. Now, I got a question for you. We've been super fortunate. Uh, as Tampa Bay Lightning fans and the Tampa Bay Lightning specifically have been super fortunate that they haven't had too many games postponed. Right. Like what, what's it been? Three or four games, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, do you think going into the playoffs, leading up to the playoffs, you would rather be in this type of situation where you're not playing as much hockey? Or do you think you'd rather be in like an Edmonton Oilers situation where you're cramming in a lot of games? It might more wear and tear, but maybe you get on a hotter streak. What What are your thoughts on the lesser amount of games going into the playoffs versus the teams that have to cram? Well, for we, we have to cram in the month of April, which is what's unfortunate, but the month of February we get some time off, so it'll be nice to get healthy through the month of February and get some rest, and then March and April really fight for first, first place is what it comes down to. When it comes to going into playoffs, it, it really, there's no right or wrong formula. Uh, my preference, if I were coaching and managing a team, what I would be hoping for is that my team, if we are a perennial contender, you know, like the Lightning, that we're rested and healthy, good to go, have as little games as possible over the last three weeks, just get guys ready. For a team like the Oilers, who's going to have to fight for their lives to get back in now because they've, you know, had some horrendous struggles here, you just you want to be hot, 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 hot the rest of the year, play as many games, get some momentum driving. If you can win, you know, say, say your team, it's borderline, and you play 15 games at the end of the year, and you can 15 games and – 30 days, you can win, you know, 20 games there, that, or not 20 games, um, 10 games there. You win 20 out of yeah, 15. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That'd be crazy. But I must say, get 20 points there. Right. Um, you get 20 points there. You know, that, that's that's great. Like, like that, you know, that's good for those types of teams. So it, it's really two different approaches depending on how your team is. For the Lightning, you know, I would rather us just get the rest, but really we're not going to have the rest because we have eight games in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, and 11 days. Eight games in 11 days to finish off the year. I feel like it's good to get your rhythm going with a couple of games in a row and everything, but that's being if you can stay healthy. Because if you start banking off games, you can see what teams can do, like the St. Louis Blues when they went on their Stanley Cup run. I mean, into January, they were one of the worst teams in the league, and then they really started to pick it up at the end of the year, and it continued all the way through the Stanley Cup Finals. Right. So... Uh, it'll be interesting to see. And I'm looking at the the February calendar, like you mentioned. We've got a nine game or a nine day break from a game from games, and then an eight day break from games. So we're gonna have to come up with some good stuff for the show. Oh, if to me, we're we're we're, uh, we're gonna be like, I, I don't know. Are, are we? Do we make it Olympic based stuff? We could. And then anyone that may have an idea, go ahead and send that through too. Because we're we also have a wedding, oh yeah, right yeah. in that little break. So we have to pre-record. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Yeah, okay. Um, well, but anyways, it's know, gonna you, be a fun. time. You know what we should it. do? What should we do? We should just completely stray from hockey. Like we we're not we're not even a hockey podcast for a month. And let's just do videos do, of Johnny's wedding. Yes, yeah, so you know what that works. But the idea I had, let's get let's get you know me not you and I can be the host. We'll we'll get four random people in different every episode. And let's let's just make it video shows for the whole month, and we'll just do a different game show each day for our podcast episode. I like game shows. I love game shows. I was watching Family Feud earlier today. Like when the the football game is going commercial, you yeah. gotta watch something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So watch commercials Family Feud, and then 
America says. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Uh, that one doesn't sound familiar to me. Is, that, is it newer? Kind of, I think. So basically, they'll ask a question, and then they'll pull up on the screen like seven different answers, and it has the starting letter. So like one was, if you just move into a house, what do you first set up? So there's like a B, so you bed. There's another B, bathroom. Okay. Okay, kitchen. Um, I'll show it to you at the intermission. Yeah, Because okay. I think the map that they put up with like the answers will make you recognize it. Okay. But uh, anyway, that's going to do it for the first half of the show. On the other half, going to be talking about some news. Uh, also going to be talking about a broken record in hockey, which is pretty cool. So we'll talk about that right after this. Four teams remain in the NFL playoffs, and that means only four teams left for you to bet on at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Not a new customer? You can experience the conference championship with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN for 56 to 1 odds at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. If you have any betting needs, make sure to head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, like I said earlier in the show, I am a Bengals fan. So if you want to put some money on the Bengals, you know, they're in the Final Four, which is insane. Never thought that was going to happen, but uh, yeah, there you go. All right, Chase. Good well, for you, Mike. Thank so you. So happy for you. Say more. Talk about my team and how good they are. I have money Do on the Super Bowl. Do you at really? Plus two thousand. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I got it before playoffs started. Can it? Hear me out. Big upsets in the conference championship: Cincinnati versus San Francisco. I think you might be winning. I think you might be winning some money. I think. I think if. If Cincinnati can beat the Chiefs, they'd be my favorite going in, no matter who they play. I think, like at that point, I don't think the i I want to root for the Rams. I want to root for Stafford because mm-hmm. I like I don't care about the oh Lions fan. You, you root for him to lose. Now, who who gives a shit? It's, it's four draft spots. It's make no difference at the end of the first round. Like I don't care. I'd rather see Stafford win. I just don't know if they can have this much more magic. They should yeah. not have dominated game one like they did. No, like it should have been closer. They. Got lucky that Mass Average was able to pull off this last end of the game magic after they were falling apart. Like, can they keep pulling it out again and again? I don't know. The one thing I worry about is if Cincinnati goes up against the Rams, we just saw Burrow get sacked nine times, and now you got to go up against Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Yeah. Not a big fan of that. That could be an issue. All right. Well, we got to start the second half off with some uh, very unfortunate unfortunate circumstances. Uh, So I'll let you go over that, Chase. Yeah, so we have two incidents of players getting suspended across professional hockey within North America. Both have been driven off of a uh, racially motivated gestures or what have at least appeared to be. So first one, Christoph Rabik was uh, imitating a monkey towards Boko Imama, former Tampa Lightning prospect, now currently in the LA Kings organization. He is a black hockey player. 
Uh, Rabbit got suspended 30 games for that and, you know, says he didn't mean to do it in, a, in any way. He apologized and is going to serve the suspension. Uh, you know, there on that one, there's not much more to say than there's just no more place for this. There, there's no place any anywhere for this in the world, no place for this in hockey. Uh, it's a shame that this had to happen. And then sure enough, you know, we see yesterday, I believe it was, as of us recording, maybe the day before, uh, Jacob Panetta does a, another type of gesture towards Jordan Subban. This is in the East Coast Hockey League. And this one, when you see it's hard to see in the video at first, but you can kind of see it happening, and you're like, oh, this does not look good. How can you be this stupid that you're doing this just after another player got suspended for doing it? And then Panetta comes out today. He has an apology video um, talking, kind of explaining what was going on, that he was trying to do like a all you know like a, a muscle man type of gesture that he's done it before in the past. Whatever happened, we don't know. Um, I'm withholding my opinion on this one going forward. I would like to you know see more information, see how this breaks down, because uh, you don't you, you don't want to give people that do these gestures a pass, but you don't want to you know persecute a guy that also wasn't doing something technically wrong. Yeah, and Panetta's been released. Yep, uh, no longer with the team. And if you're interested in seeing. Panetta's explanation and apology. Elliot Friedman, he did retweet it, so you can check it out on Twitter. Um, but I'm with Chase. I mean, going to withhold any thoughts on this until, uh, you know, we get more information and everything. And uh, we um, hope that you guys will go look at the situations yourself and make your own opinion on them and go from there. So uh, just really unfortunate stuff. And just as like a, a blanket statement, that's, pretty freaking obvious at this point in 2022 it, it seems like it's stupid for me to having for me to have to say it uh, why is racism still in hockey why is racism still here in the world like it's just ridiculous yep all right let's not talk about team russia's roster get off the kind of annoying shit that's going on and talk about what potentially could be the gold medal winning team when it comes to the Olympics. Yeah, they got to be the favorites. And um, it's a roster full of names that some might recognize, some might not. I'm going to bring up the names that people would more likely not recognize. Artem Anisimov. Mikhail, I know him. No, okay, great. I'm going to keep reading <laughs> off these names. Artem Anisimov, Mikhail Grigorenko, Nikita Gusev. Kirill Marchenko is a more recent prospect drafted. Maybe people will recognize him. Um, Sergey Plotnov. I don't know if I honestly don't know if that's Sergey Plotnikov or if just Sergey Plotnov, but it's listed as Sergey Plotnov. So I I really don't know on that one, but I would have to assume is it's, it's Sergey Plotnikov. Anyway, um, Anton Slapashev, Vadim Shipachev, um, Igor Yakolev, uh, you know Nikita Nesterov is a familiar name here. That's really kind of names of the final one for each of Voinov, Slava Voinov, LA Kings defenseman. Uh, so there's quite a few names of guys that played in the NHL at one point, but it looks like a pretty good roster. You know, the goalies aren't going to be known very well, but I'm going to read them off anyway. Ilya Fedotov, Alexander Samanov, and Timur Bilyov. Bilyalov. I could struggle with his name, but um, anyway. There's a couple offs there. Yeah. It, it's, it's a pretty good goaltending trio. Um, I would assume that. Timor or Ivan are going to get the start, but I mean that this team, it, it is incredibly talented. For some of the names that aren't known, um, you know, so there's there's like a good amount of KHLers on this list. Like guys that are just been the career KHLers, but honestly, most of this roster could play in the NHL or like at worst be top liners in the AHL. And I 
believe it is Sergei Plotnikov because I looked up Sergei Plotinov and it's a Russian historian. Yeah, I don't think that's that's I don't think that's a thing. Right. So I'd have to think it's Sergei Plotnikov. And for those of you that might not recognize the name, he was over here playing with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then I think he actually had a stint with Arizona as well. Yep. So um, some names there for Russia that will probably do pretty well. I'm going to guess Shipachev captains this team. Uh, Voinov will probably wear an A. And then the other A, I'd have to go to, I guess, goes to Nisimov. It, it's it's going to be a pretty fun team to watch. I'm going to be watching as many Russian games as I can. Absolutely. All right. Well, Chase, let's go talk about a world record set over the weekend. And that involves not the actual game of hockey, but a teddy bear toss. I love the teddy bear toss so much. You know, it's done in every league of like any sort of like substantial crowd that happens. So like any minor pro league or any major junior league, doesn't happen in the NHL though. But the Teddy Bear Toss, they, you know, they, they do one one night a season where you come in and one, once the first goal of the game is scored, you throw your teddy bears on the ice and teddy bears get donated to you know children, like children's hospitals, children needs like that kind of stuff. It, it's it's a great it's a great cause. It's a pretty fun thing. It's just another way just to really get fans engaged in the game. And this year, the Hershey Bears are always known for having a ridiculous at- like attendance for their Teddy Bear Toss games. Everyone comes in, brings large bears, large amounts of bears. This year. 52,341 stuffed animals were tossed onto the ice for the Hershey Bears, which is just an incredible number. If you see the video, it, it, it's it's hard to fathom the amount of tigers that are being thrown. It's the coolest thing. Like, honestly, it, it's, it's legitimately one of the coolest things I, I ever see in hockey. Uh, I've been a part of two of these when I was in um, Saginaw. I got to see Teddy Bear toss. It was, you know, it was super fun. Takes, you know, 15, 20 minutes to get back to the game sometimes. This probably took half an hour, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. But... It just it's just super cool. I, I love it so much. Yeah, it was really awesome. And then the video you see, I can't tell what player that is, but you just see him dive into just a pool of teddy bears, which yeah. I love to see. Like players getting in on the fun with this type of stuff, just great to see because the NHL and hockey overall generally is known for lacking personality. So when you get to see these little fun moments, it's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. The teddy bear toss is something I would love to see at the NHL game. Problem is, though, you know, some NHL fans are, you know, you get some casual people in there that are just there for, for the event. They're not there for the hockey, not there for anything like that. You get, um, you know, c- celebrities that might not care enough. You get just all these different, like, crowds where when you go to the minor hockey games, when you go to the junior hockey games, those are legitimate fans that care, that love the sport, care about the sport, care about the community, and those are a lot more engaged than you see NHL fans are. So it works better at those levels where, like, I don't know how well it would work at the NHL level. I, I, it still would. You'd get a lot of teddy bears, but I think it would be, like, I, I, I think Hershey would top every single NHL team. Right. That that level of hockey has so much more commitment. Oh, it's not so even close. They build a community there, you know. They know the vendors and everything, so yeah, I I love minor hockey, minor pro hockey so much. It's it's my it's my second favorite part of hockey behind junior hockey. Absolutely. All right. Well, we very briefly wanted to take a quick peek at the standings and stats. Uh, then we're gonna move to hockey name of the day. But first off, looking at the standings, I just want to congratulate the Edmonton Oilers because they have gotten their first win since the middle of December, and like that, that needs to be applauded. Like. My goodness, they went on probably the worst skid I think I've ever seen from a team that has players such as Drysaddle and McDavid. 
And so the fact that it took over a month to get one win is shocking. It's it's bad. And they were like they were top of the Pacific. Yeah, they were competing pretty well, for, like like looking really good for the beginning of the year. Then everything fell apart. It, it was just horrendous. Uh, I I don't know how the coaching staff has lasted. I don't know how there hasn't been any sort of try to tr- trades going on. How there hasn't been any rumors. I I don't understand. How are you not finding a way to get Jacob Chikrun in there in, into that decor? How are you not finding a way to look for a a goalie on a, on a team that's losing right now? Like how, how do you not try to find you know? Find your own Jack Campbell like like Toronto has. Like how do you how do you not do something like that? How do you just stand still? <coughs> Ken Holland. Well, I mean, uh, and with that being said, Leon Drysaddle is still able to maintain the lead at the leading point scores. He's currently tied in first with Alex Ovechkin, which is ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. McDavid no longer at the top though. He's sitting at third. Because uh, Ovi did pass him. And I know Jonathan Huberto was ahead of him at one point, too. But they're now tied for that third place spot. 36-year-old Alexander Ovechkin has 29 goals, 29 assists, 58 points through 42 games. What? What are, what? are What is this? What is this? Like, like this doesn't happen in video games. Um, I want to go pull up that tweet that John sent us. All right, here you go. Most goals since 2005-2006. Ovechkin is there at the top 757. The next closest is Sidney Crosby with 492. So already a huge gap. But then when you look at hits, which is also in this graphic, <laughs> the second highest for hits is Steven Stamkos, 962. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. All, that he hits that much. Right. But then you see Ovechkin with over 3,000 hits since 05, 06. Um, Sidney Crosby, Steven Stamkos, Eric Stahl, and Evgeny Malkin have combined for 3,300 since 0506. Ovi alone has nearly 3,200. So the way he is able to be so dominant when it comes to scoring goals, but also the physicality that he brings to the team as well, this guy is an all-timer, and I would not be mad at anyone if they wanted to put that him in their top five players of all time. Yeah, he, he's not an all-timer. He's the all-timer in terms of goal scorers. Like, right. he is the number one goal scorer. It doesn't matter if he has the record or not by the end of his career. It's pretty evident that he's the best goal scorer in league history. Right. I mean, at this point, where do you put him? I mean, you got your top four with Bobby Orr, Gordy Howe, Mary Lemieux, Steve Eiserman. There was conversation about, you know, Sidney Crosby being a top five player. You didn't say Wayne Gretzky. Who did you, said, you said Steve Eiserman. Oh, well, I met Wayne Gretzky, not Steve Eiserman. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, Steve Eiserman could be in the top he, he, five as well. He's a top 10 player, I'd probably say. So, but um, like Ovechkin is still probably just behind Sidney Crosby for me. Mm-hmm. But they're both in the top 10 as well. Like they have to be. Yeah, they have to be. All right. Crazy. Well, that was our quick little preview at Stats and St- Well, let's let's give a quick update with Tampa currently sitting second in the Atlantic behind Florida, but uh, we are eight points ahead of Toronto. Yeah. Looking good. Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're, we're in a good spot. We have two games in hand on Florida with the same amount of points, but um, or Florida has two games in hand on us. We have two more games played than Florida. That's that's the word I was right. That's the word I was looking for with the same amount of points. Um, by the end of the season, I'm not too worried. I firmly believe like we will at least be second in the, in the division, if not first and possibly first in the conference. Absolutely. All right, let's go to hockey name of the day. Uh ooh, some Z's. Yeah, Zintis Zusevics. 
Yes, sir. I nailed it. Isn't that good, huh? Wow. Zintis Usevix. Yes, sir. Beautiful. Zintis is a Latvian. Look at that. I love Latvian. I know you do. A Latvian with double Z alliteration. Uh, he's currently playing for for the Graz 99ers in the Austrian League. 18 points for 28 games. Nah, you know, not, not too bad of a hockey player. He's gotten very limited international play for Latvia. Uh, mostly in the past, and he was younger. Hasn't really played since then. But... Still playing in a pretty solid league there in Austria. It would be a pretty cool place to play and play hockey. Um, you know, I, if I had to go overseas, you know, in some sort of order, Germany, Switzerland, Austria would be in my top three of places I want to play. Like, it would be super cool. So, anyway, um, yeah, Zintis, perfectly fine player, can to live in a pretty cool place. Honestly, that might be an all-timer name for me when it comes to hockey. Name yeah. Love alliteration. Big fan. Love Latvians. The name is fantastic, and I nailed it. Like, you can't get a better quadfecta than that. It, it, it was, it's a big day for you. <laughs> it is a big day for me. All right, well, that's going to do it for the show. Chase, if you want to lead us out with an outro, that would be oh so joyous. Sure, I can do that. You know, as always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you want to check us on Patreon, support us over there. I'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast. That's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. Follow right at WMP and Twitter at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. There we get all the content you need on Twitter between those three Twitter accounts. You should go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. Find all the podcasts network right there. Boom. Click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever the same can rate us five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. We really appreciate it. Wherever you do, do not forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.